because those are all very straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most of them, anyway. I mean, my first page of notes in this little, you know, legal pad I have is just up to page eight. So I was just yeah. A lot of shit coming at you fast in that first part. Mine's like the first five, and then I was like, fuck it, I need to type this because I'm taking too many notes, and I'm like using all, like, I don't want to waste a whole fucking notebook on Ben Lerner. Not, I mean, or just, just not, not on 80 pages of Ben Lerner essay, <laughs> where there is no clear thesis until the end, and kind of spattered throughout, which is fine, like, whatever, that I can deal with. Yeah. But yeah, I would say even typed my first my first page goes up to page eleven. Perfect, perfect day to be discussing poetry theories. Would you call it theory? Well, uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah, I'd probably argue that this is mostly a theory. But yeah, all right. So this is heavy board. My name is Andrew Whitstadt. I'm Sophie Weiner. And today we're talking about The Hatred of Poetry by Ben Lerner. The Hatred of Poetry. Hatred. Provocative title. Sexy. It is. I don't know why I thought this was originally uh, published by Grey Wolf. I guess that's... But it's not. FSG. Yeah. And this was originally published in 2016. Yeah, you can feel that. You can yeah. definitely feel that reading. Yeah. So is this uh, the first Ben Lerner you've ever read? Yeah, this is the first Ben Lerner I've ever read. I haven't read any of his novels or his books of poetry. I've heard good things about his novels. Not so much about his poetry, but... I have... Um, I read 1004... That's one of his novels, one no. of his two big novels. So he has 1004 and Leaving the Otochi Station. Is that what's called? Yeah. Whatever. But he has those two books. I read 1004. His latest Very one. autofiction. Yeah. Very sexy. Um, I, it, it was one of those things where it's like not bad writing. Like there's something in it that's smart but also very annoying and that's not to like shit on him at all you know it's just also how i feel about autofiction 99.9 percent .9 of the time is it is his stuff autofiction um 1004 definitely is i don't know about the others his latest one i know because it was just literally every time you picked up whenever it came, i guess it came out in like 2019 the topeka school and that, I just know that title and everything because it was every time you picked up a Harper's or a New Yorker or something, it was talking about. Ben yeah, Lerner's I don't. I don't school. know. I think, I think I walked away from Ben Lerner in like 2016 and <clears throat> just decided no more. I just decided uh. that I needed a break. Okay, full disclosure, I like read him in a class. Was not really pleased with the the class overall have a lot of negative associations um what so that could be part of it 
What was the class? I had to give it up. Recent fiction. Okay. It was a lit class. So it was all contemporary fiction. It was all really, really recent. Like last, you know, at the time I was taking the class, all fiction that had been published probably within like the last couple of years, maybe. Like, so all of the books that we were reading, some of them, you know, were up for big prizes maybe that year. Huh. Um, yeah, like, I mean, we read the sympathizer in this class by um Viet Tan Wen was um... we also read Sheila Heedy we read um Paul Beatty was good um but yeah there, we yeah a bunch of other stuff station 11 we read oh, shit have you been watching the series No, I knew it was a thing, but I don't... No, we haven't been watching it. Yeah, I haven't been watching it either. I heard it was good. I've never read the book, but I heard people liked it. No, I've exclusively been watching garbage. Like, really trashy Netflix let's-not-have-sex shows. <laughs> let's-not-have-sex shows. Yeah, man. All right, fucking Ben Lerner. I've been watching nothing, but... All right, so I guess let's give a quick overview of this for listeners. So if we'd like... Uh, we'll read this little bio in the book here for those that don't know. Uh, ben Lerner's a, a pretty big figure here in, in at least contemporary literature. Uh, so Lerner was born in Topeka, Kansas, uh, received fellowships from Fulbright, Guggenheim, and MacArthur. I mean, those are all the most prestigious fellowships you could ever get. He has all three. And is the author of two, inter uh, now three, uh, internationally acclaimed novels, uh, 1004, and I think, yeah, the most recent is the Topeka School, but that's not in this one because this book was published in 2016. Uh, three poetry collections that I've never read. And I guess he, at the time of this book, he was a professor at Brooklyn College in New York. I don't know if he still teaches there. Does does he still teach there, probably? I would think. I wouldn't be surprised, but I have no idea. I wouldn't be surprised, because, I mean, it's not like professorships, like full professor jobs are just, like, everywhere right now. But if you're somebody like Ben Lerner with three of the most prestigious fellowships yeah. in the world behind your name, uh, you could probably change jobs pretty easily in that profession. But, yeah. I would assume so, yeah. Unless we know otherwise. This is how this is how well prepared we are. We have no idea. All right, what do you want to do with this, Soph? Where do you want to start with this? I have a few things we could start I mean, with. I, but we may I think get... we have to start with something pretty important. I think we have to start well, okay, in my mind we have to start with Marianne Moore. <sighs> I had a couple questions. Because that's where, I mean, yeah, go on. Well, I had a couple questions we could either just like, because these might, we could go very quickly into something out of left field with these, or we could come back to them uh, at the end if we wanted to. I don't know if we'd be burned okay. out. First one I Tell have, me what they are. First one is, is poetry dead? We could start with that. <laughs> And this is one that you and I have talked about a little bit, and you have a few ideas on this that I'm interested in. I don't know if you want to get into it, where it's uh, 
you know, who are defenses of poetry for, right? Like, what is the audience for, <laughs> some, for these defenses of poetry type thing? Because there are a lot. I mean, there are. As yeah. are denunciations, yeah. and are they for the same audience? Right, stuff like that. I don't know if you wanted to start with that before we actually break down. Yeah, well. Learner's I mean, opinions we'll, on that, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we'll, we'll probably start touching on this and then come back to it um, sort of as we work through all of our ideas about the book. But, I mean, is poetry dead? Well, I don't... I. Is this the question that this essay seeks to answer? Did we mention that it's an essay, that this book of 86 pages is uh, yeah. just an essay yeah it's kind of a rambling kind small of, small yeah, little book personal essay too, point, yeah. too as a monograph but yeah is poetry dead i think that's a big question i think it's a sexy question and i don't get lots of hits dude get lots of hits for this episode <sighs> i <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know if it matters is the problem, like, is my inherent problem with the question. Like, dead to... You're listening to the free version of Heavy Board. If you'd like to hear the full episode, become one of our subscribers at patreon.com slash heavyboard. For less than one cup of coffee per month, you will receive full access to uncensored episodes, jerk shop, special dispatches, bonus interviews, and more. Come join the conversation today at patreon.com slash heavyboard. Sweats and the day sweats, pal. Pal, I do.